Hello. It's good to be with you, even if it is just through this voice recording. And I want to thank you um, for listening and uh, being part of the community of faith here at Calamus Lutheran Parish. And I want to begin today by talking to the children. I miss our time together, and I can't wait until we are all back in church. It's been a while since you have been in school or at church, and I'm sure you miss your friends and your teachers. By now, you may even miss your schoolwork. I hope you're keeping busy doing other things at home, but I bet sometimes you get bored. Does all this time at home sometimes make you feel angry? Angry because you can't do what you want to do, such as go out and see your friends? Sometimes when we get angry, we show our anger to those we love. We say or do things we know we shouldn't. We aren't nice to our parents or our brothers or our sisters. It's not because we don't love them. Your family knows how much you love them. And I bet they'll forgive you when you have those outbursts. Just as Jesus forgives you. Jesus tells us to love one another. So I want you to try your best to remember what Jesus is telling you. When you feel angry, say, Jesus, help me to love everyone. Stop a minute. Take a deep breath. And remember, we won't have to stay home forever. There will be a time when we'll all be back together with our friends when we can come to church and school and see the people we want to see. But until that time comes, I want you to remember this. Jesus loves you, and so does your family. So I want you to try your best to remember to do what Jesus wants you to do. Treat those around you just like Jesus would treat them with lots of love. Thanks for listening. Let us pray. Almighty God, your Son came into the world to free us from sin and death. Breathe upon us the power of your Spirit, that we may be raised to new life in Christ and serve you in righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. A reading from Ezekiel. The hand of the Lord came upon me, and he brought me out by the Spirit of the Lord and set me down in the middle of a valley. It was full of bones. He led me all around them. There were very many lying in the valley and they were very dry. He said to me, Mortal, can these bones live? I answered, O Lord God, you know. Then he said to me, Prophesy to these bones and say to them, O dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord God to these bones, I will cause breath to enter you and you shall live. I will lay sinews on you and will cause flesh to come upon you, and cover you with skin, and put breath in you, and you shall live, and you shall know 
that I am the Lord. So I prophesied as I had been commanded, and I prophesied, and suddenly there was a noise, a rattling, and the bones came together, bone to its bone. I looked, and there were sinews on them, and flesh had come upon them, and skin had covered them, but there was no breath in them. Then he said to me, Prophesy to the breath, prophesy, mortal, and say to the breath, Thus says the Lord, Come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe upon these slain, that they may live. I prophesied as he commanded, and the breath came into them, and they lived and stood on their feet, a vast multitude. Then he said to me, Mortal, these bones are the whole house of Israel. They say our bones are dried up, and our hope is lost. We are cut off completely. Therefore prophesy and say to them, Thus says the Lord God, I am going to open your graves and bring you up from your graves. O my people, I will bring you back to the land of Israel, and you shall know that I am the Lord, when I open your graves and bring you up from your graves. O my people, I will put my spirit within you and you shall live, and I will place you on your own soil, and then you shall know that I, the Lord, have spoken and will act, says the Lord. Word of God, word of life. Thanks be to God. The Holy Gospel according to John. Now a certain man was ill, Lazarus of Bethany, the village of Mary and her sister Martha. Mary was the one who anointed the Lord with perfume and wiped his feet with her hair. Her brother Lazarus was ill. So the sisters sent a message to Jesus, Lord, he whom you love is ill. But when Jesus heard it, he said, This illness does not lead to death. Rather, it is for God's glory, so that the Son of Man may be glorified through it. Though Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus, after having heard that Lazarus was ill, he stayed two days longer in the place where he was. Then after this he said to the disciples, Let us go to Judea again. The disciples said to him, Rabbi, the Jews were just now trying to stone you, and are you going there again? Jesus answered, Are there not twelve hours of daylight? Those who walk during the day do not stumble, because they see the light of this world. But those who walk at night stumble, because the light is not in them. After saying this, he told them, Our friend Lazarus has fallen asleep, but I am going there to awaken him. The disciples said to him, Lord, if he has fallen asleep, he will be all right. Jesus, however, had been speaking about his death, but they thought he was referring merely to sleep. Then Jesus told them plainly, Lazarus is dead. For your sake I am glad I was not there, so that you may believe, but let us go to him. Thomas, who was called the twin, said to his fellow disciples, Let us also go, that we may die with him. When Jesus arrived, he found that Lazarus had already been in the tomb for four days. Now Bethany was near Jerusalem, 
some two miles away, and many of the Jews had come to Martha and Mary to console them about their brother. When Martha heard that Jesus was coming, she went and met him, while Mary stayed at home. Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. But even now I know that God will give you whatever you ask of him. Jesus said to her, Your brother will rise again. Martha said to him, I know that he will rise again in the resurrection on the last day. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. Those who believe in me, even though they die, will live. And everyone who lives and believes in me will never die. Do you believe this? She said to him, Yes, Lord, I believe that you are the Messiah, the Son of God, the one coming into the world. When she had said this, she went back and called her sister Mary and told her privately, The teacher is here and is calling for you. And when she heard it, she got up quickly and went to him. Now Jesus had not yet come to the village, but was still at the place where Martha had met him. The Jews who were with her in the house, consoling her, saw Mary get up and quickly go out. They followed her because they thought she was going to the tomb to weep there. When Mary came to where Jesus was and saw him, she knelt at his feet and said to him, Lord, if you have been here, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. When Jesus saw her weeping and the Jews who came with her also weeping, he was greatly disturbed in spirit and deeply moved. He said, Where have you laid him? They said to him, Lord, come and see. Jesus began to weep. So the Jews said, See how he loved him? But some of them said, Could not he who opened the eyes of the blind man have kept this man from dying? Then Jesus again, greatly disturbed, came to the tomb. It was a cave and a stone was lying against it. Jesus said, Take away the stone. Martha, the sister of the dead man, said to him, Lord, already there is a stench because he has been dead four days. Jesus said to her, Did I not tell you that if you believed, you would see the glory of God? So they took away the stone. And Jesus looked upward and said, Father, I thank you for having heard me. I knew that you always hear me. But I have said this for the sake of the crowd standing here, so that they may believe that you sent me. When he said this, he cried out with a loud voice, Lazarus, come out! The dead man came out, his hands and feet bound with strips of cloth, and his face wrapped in a cloth. Jesus said to them, Unbind him and let him go. The Gospel of our Lord. How appropriate these scripture readings are for what we are going through concerning the coronavirus. Both readings talk about coming out of the grave or the tomb. In Ezekiel, the prophet is transported to the middle of a valley where he has a vision of God's life-giving power. When he arrives in this valley, he sees the ground full of bones dry bones. These bones represent the exiles who were in Babylon. They had given up hope of ever returning from exile and felt dead. 
they had totally lost hope. Only God could save them. And that is what the prophet witnessed. God commanded him to tell the bones to hear the word of the Lord, and suddenly the bones became alive. The Lord promised to bring them out of their graves, the graves of exile, and then bring them back to the land of Israel. Suddenly these bones were given new life. In the Gospel of John, we hear the story of the death of Lazarus. He was a very good friend of Jesus. Jesus had visited Lazarus and his sisters Mary and Martha many times. As Jesus was traveling with his disciples, he received word that his friend Lazarus was very ill. His sisters were asking Jesus to come immediately and save their brother from death. The disciples urged Jesus not to go. They knew the authorities were looking for a reason to arrest Jesus, and going back to Bethany would put him in grave danger. After two days of debating what to do, Jesus insisted they go to Lazarus. When they arrived, they find that Lazarus was dead, just as Jesus had predicted. Mary and Martha were heartbroken that their brother had died and that Jesus did not care enough to come sooner and save him. Jesus saw Mary and Martha crying, and he too wept. He knew he had caused them pain, and he knew he was the only one who could take their pain away. So he went to the tomb and commanded Lazarus to come out. Those who were there that day witnessed the raising of Lazarus. This was more than just a sign of the resurrection that we will all go through on the last day. This was a resurrection for now. And that is just what we need in these uncertain times, a resurrection for now. The story of Lazarus is not just a story of grief, but a story of hope. A story that reminds us that we need not fear our own emotional journeys. Jesus is here with us, weeping with us as we navigate this way of life that we have been living these past few weeks. He is here to help us move the stone away from our tombs. He is calling us to new life. It has not been easy to be away from you these two weeks, especially since we were just getting to know each other and become friends. I miss all of you very much. What keeps me going is knowing that we will be together again. Just as he did for Lazarus, Jesus will come to us and take us out of our tombs when it is time. He will bring us back together to do his ministry. Our lives are neither given to us by the flesh or confined by it. It is the power of God within us that gives us life. There are many ways we can be the church even when we are apart. I know many of you have already found ways to share the love of Christ with others. A phone call, a written note, sewing hospital masks or a tangible reminder of God's love, such as a heart or rainbow put in your windows. For all to see, these are just a few of the ways the light of Christ can shine out from you to the world. I would also ask you to please continue to send your offerings. 
The parish expenses still need to be met during this time. We will get through this together with God's help. And I want to thank all of you for your faithful ministry. There are days when I feel like a pile of dried bones in exile. But that is when I wait to feel God's breath breathe new life into me. God brought the Israelites out of exile, and he will bring us all out of our exile too. Until we can be together again, know that I am praying for you and that I rest in the assurance that God is with all of us. Amen.